0: With the foot inside, me, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. not So i yeah, yeah, it.
1: you're listening to the otaku spirit anime cast my name is andrew and i'm joined here with chris yo and you've been listening to insight by white ash which is the op for Gachaman crowd insight it's one of the shows that we're going to be talking about today and hopefully andrew gets the whole thing because he's getting over in a cold so if i sound a little hoarse that's probably why but i, I think we'll be okay as long as i don't laugh if i laugh you'll hear like a sound drop of- i
2: still think you have just sinus problems no, because
1: it's all down the, down the lungs now. I got it out of the sinuses. Um, but yeah, if you hear random daijobus or something, that's probably where I'm coughing and laughing up a storm. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is our uh, reviews. This is our fourth section our, of our Suburban 2015 reviews. Uh, we got all of our second season shows, all of our uh, 2 core shows to go through. So it's going to be pretty jam-packed. Uh, we have Food Wars, The Heroic Legend of Arslan, Idlemaster Cinderella Girls second season. Uh, Ultimate Taku Teacher, Fake Collide Liner, Two A Hertz, Prisma Thingy, uh, Gotcha Crowds, Insight. Uh, non MBORE Repeat. My Love Story. <laughs> Wagnaria 3. Uh, 2 Love Rude Darkness 2. Baby Steps Second Season. Tribe Cool Crew. Doodada X2 Second Arc or X210. And that's it. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff to go through, so we're gonna be. It's going to be a long, long episode, but uh, stick with us. You can find us on OtakuSpirit.com. You can go there for our news, reviews, and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community in the forum at the top. And yeah, let's get started. Are you sure? I don't know. It's <sighs> going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm going to need your help, because we'll I'm already it. noticing that talking a lot is winding me.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but uh, but we'll, we'll make it through, though. Uh, we're going to start off with Food Wars, or Shekugeki no Soma. And that is a show, again, that started in Spring and ended in fall? No, spring and ended in summer. Um, and that stars a boy named Soma uh, who works with his father at a uh, family restaurant. And it's kind of a, a humble little restaurant. And at some point, his dad kind of ditches off and runs off to somewhere else. And I think it was New York originally. And says, uh, Soma, you're going to go. Um, I close up shop. You're going to go out on your own and learn-your-own-craft kind of thing. He doesn't want his son under him at all times learning what he cooks. He wants him to go out and, and you know, stretch out his wings and and grow and whatnot. Uh, so he, he signs him up for a, uh, what was it called? The Tutsuki Culinary Academy? Yeah. And that place is, like, a really prestige school. Only 10% of the people that actually go there graduate. Uh, they're very rough. Uh, minor failures, you're, you're kicked out kind of thing. And he goes there kind of, th- you know, high and mighty, says he's, it's, he's using the place as a stepping stool, uh, which pretty much makes him the enemy of everybody, off the Bat. Uh, but he kind of backs up his own words in the fact that he's a very skilled cook, and he goes up against many other people. They are sent to boot camps to uh, weed out the bad people, and he's constantly striving to learn his craft. That's, that's basically the show. Yeah, yeah. He meets different people. He meets the Meat Master Mito, uh, the two Aldini Aldini brothers who are from France or something like that. Italy, Italy, uh, and the, the famed Golden Tongue Arena who is one of, one of the chairmen of the school, who pretty much only eats things that are perfect, pretty much for her golden tongue. Uh, Megami, which is kind of like the she's from a, a small town and humble humble beginnings and. Uh, Kind of works alongside him as well. And, uh, yeah, many other people. It's a, it's a huge cast. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of fitting for the... Because it's a... Well, I guess one of the downsides of the show already is the fact that it technically did not end. So, no. I'm hoping we'll get more of it. I haven't seen anything announced for uh, other seasons, so... I As as big as this, this show has been, uh, I, I don't see it going away anytime soon. No, no. I guess it really depends on if the... The uh, manga has enough materials for a second season anytime soon. Well, I guess we'd find out eventually. Um, but it was a it was a good a good show. I, I enjoyed it for pretty much its first core. Um, the problem that I had was going into the second core. It started kind of getting a little repetitive. Um, I didn't really see enough growth happening in the characters, uh, which is kind of fitting because Soma kind of comes in as being a really really good cook. Um, but I think we mentioned in our our mid season review of it's, it's like technically how do you measure somebody learning and and growing in this craft within a in an environment where if you fail you get kicked out right he can't have failure because everything he he joins your failure is you're out of the the school yeah be, i mean it's a, it's a, it's a,
2: it would be like a one shot kill i mean if he gets the one shot he dies well he, so he's either overpowered and killing everybody or he's one shot killed. So, I mean, you can't really measure growth in that, that situation. And that's really kind of where we felt at some point. It's not that we didn't see characters learning and getting better. The problem was, is that in, in the context of this show, if you seriously take it into consideration, if he fails and does not succeed at a, at a, um, at a recipe, he is therefore removed. Now, yes, there is the tournament towards the end of the second season that kind of showed kind of different levels of where everybody was in the show, but that's not the kind of stuff that we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, a Shokugeki, which is technically a, uh, if you lose, you're out. Um, So, I mean, it's kind of a...
1: Kind of a weird thing. I he mean, mean, he means second core, by the way. I'm just way correcting you over that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I we we kind of mentioned the idea that if it being basically a cooking shonen, um, but with what, what comes with that is the element of what where does the growth come from? And granted, we had a few moments where someone kind of realizes that he kind of got through something by the skin of his teeth, kind of thing. Um, but nothing that really, nothing really shows that he's struggling or anything. It's just kind of. Oh, here's another food. And I guess that kind of comes in the next element, and it's really a personal thing. I know a lot of people love the cooking aspect of the show. I enjoyed it for the first part, but the problem I started running into is I'm not really... Int- I, I I got to a point where, when it got to the point where they're going, Oh, so this element is in here, and it helps with your brain cells with this, 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 and... And then you have this ingredient, which does this, and this, and this. So I was like, Oh, Skip, I, I really don't care to hear... All this stuff. It. Yeah, we did. I mean, and and I hate doing this, but it's
2: it's one of those natural inclinations. We got tons of that with the uh, Yakutite Japan. I mean, yeah. honestly, it, they were they when when the bread element got to a certain point, it was like, okay, now we're in adding different ingredients that does this, and it's some weird off the wall ingredient that you'll never ever get your hands on so you're mm-hmm. never ever going to put your put it in your bread and it's the same thing with this it's like you're never going to get this lost japan or lost indian spice that in it, it, it's like curry, but it's not curry. So
1: it, it but it enhances I like the, I like your, the curry, your the curry competition. I don't think anybody made what I would think curry is. <laughs> so I'm like, I guess curry could just be if it has spice in it, it's curry. <laughs> that's pretty much where it came down to because that was that was a bunch of stuff in there. I was like, that's that's like not even I, okay. I guess I don't know.
2: No, no on the on the on the bright side because I don't really want to emphasize on the idea that we're bashing this because we're not. like Andrew said, it's a good show. We enjoyed it for for the most part. at some point we just kind of got to the point where it was like, we want to see something more out of this show. What I do think, I like that, the characters, yeah, I was but getting ready to say the, the, characters, that they are the characters. characters are where the shine. the The characters are what what shine in this show. Um, each one of them brings their own flavor to the to the uh, to the show, and it takes the time to use that and enhance the storytelling. Uh, Megumi was is a great great example. Her she being had probably a character the most
1: growth of the entire show.
2: Yeah, her being the heart and bringing heart to whatever she cooks. Um her she's she's kind of like the motherly uh character who who takes the time to be considerate of her um the person who's receiving her meal. Um she, like she'll take the time oh this is They've been eating all day, so I got to add ginger root that will help the digestion and help them feel better in the afternoon or whatever have you. Uh, Mick or Erina, who's the like Andrew was saying, the golden tongue, um, it turns into a super tsundade, can't accept. The fact that this lowly Yukihara has actually made something that she could like out of eggs of all things, and it, she just shines as her own character. The Aldini brothers, as annoying as they are, they bring they bring something to the the table as the kind of foreigners they're bringing in their own Italian flavor to the show. Um, Alice and and uh, Kurokiba uh, Rio. Uh, those two are this kind of uh, coffee shop uh, super elite. Um, how do you put it? Um,
1: <laughs> well, she was also the the gastrologist, so she
0: knew yeah,
2: all she the knows things, she knows things. things. And, and it's really cool. She what she brings me. I loved I loved Mito. She is absolutely adorable and super sunday. so sundere. and <laughs> just just the only one who. Is worth her time as Soma because he defeated her and her super elite meat. I I just loved it. Um, yeah. There there's just these things that 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 we truly do enjoy about this show, and and
1: characters are absolutely the top on this show. that's that's pretty much what I got most of out of the show. Was just I enjoyed the characters. I want to see where they went. Granted, Irina was like, okay, you're really killing the the rivalry thing with him. You can you there's only that can only goes so far, kind of thing. Yeah um but for the most part the characters are what got me through it the food and its i hate keeping responding uh rea- you know re- referencing to uh yakitate japan but that's what i almost thought the show was going to be like the reaction things but they didn't really do anything with the reaction stuff whereas yakitate japan always made it into something really wacky um but that's fine they they if they're on their own thing it's just the responses of the food end up being very cut and paste here's oh we're excited here's what's in it oh we're excited here's what's in it and that's great if you are into food if you're into these ingredients you're gonna probably find a lot of enjoyment out of that just me personally I it went over my head it was like okay I, I I'm not a cook I'll never be a cook um, but it was enjoyable um, just the the second half the second core just kind of dwindled away for me so that's that's all I kind of come away from it but it's definitely a show to check out I hope it gets more. I'll definitely check it out just because, like I said, I'm invested in the characters. Um, I love Mito. I love Megami. I want to see more of them. And Alice, I, I really liked Alice, so I want to see. I want to see her do something besides just kind of be at the side, kind of antagonizing people for the moment that she was. But yeah, that's that's Food Wars. Enjoy it. Check it out. Um, our next one we have is the heroic legend of Arslan, or as Arslan Senki. Uh, this is the new TV series, uh, which was going on again from uh, spring to summer, so it's a two-core. Um, this takes place in the Kingdom of Parse, the royal capital of Acapotana. Uh We follow Arslan, who is an up-and-coming prince under the undefeated king of the Third, and he is a, a very powerful king, and nobody nobody can face him because he he's always seen victory on the battlefield. Uh, at the, uh, But Ar- he never really acknowledges Arslan. He's always seen as this child who is too sheltered, too innocent. Um, but on his 14th birthday, Arslan finally gets to go out to war for the first time. Um, that ends up being the war against the uh, uh, Lus- Lus- Lusitanian kingdom. Um, and they see defeat. Uh, they are very outmaneuvered and taken down uh, with... Very little effort, and Arslan is pretty much uh, secluded from the rest of the army uh, with his trusted guard, Daryum. And Daryum takes Arslan back to uh, uh, somebody who used to be within the uh, a trusted advisor in the uh, kingdom of Pars, whose name is Narsus. And together with them, they decide to figure out a way to retake his kingdom because uh, the kingdom of or the Capital of Aquitana ends up falling uh, to the the Lus- Lusitanians, um, and over time you meet this uh, individual with a silver mask who is his identity is unknown, who seems to have a great desire of taking uh, the king of uh, the, the castle of Aquitana to himself, uh, or the kingdom of Parse because he uh, claims it is his own, and yeah, that's a, you start to learn the. Uh, about the religion of the Listerians and their belief that if anybody does not believe in their god, they are killed, and how this kingdom end up using that religion for their own gain. You start seeing uh, Arslan as he grows as a uh, from basically a, a prince to a king as he tries to raise up this army, uh, gain allies, and try to retake his claim. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? What do you, what'd you think of The Heroic Legend of Arslan? I know you were kind of left behind for a while there, and you had to get caught up.
2: Yeah, I, I
1: got caught up. I don't know what I got caught up to, but I got caught up. <laughs> it, it's important I, to know that this is going to continue in uh, 2016. Yeah. Uh, so, it does look like they are putting a lot of effort into the show uh, to give it its full attention.
2: Yeah, it definitely... I think that it surpassed the show at some... Or the old one... I want to say when they 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 got to the um, the castle with the where the army was. I I think that's where it 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 that the previous show ended because, yeah. I mean, I I, I seem to remember them never. I I do remember that they got into uh, Silver Mask's backstory, who he was, why why. Why he even matters in the grand scheme of things, um, and and a lot of the 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 stuff. But I do not remember um, freed. I don't remember some of these other characters that that are added in. And I got into the the and I believe that the show got into the explanation of. Uh, <sighs> just just a few more things and but I I don't think that it ever finished it never finished uh and this one feels like it's got to a point and we already know that it's going to continue so it's 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 good to see that this is going to actually finish this the grand story of Arslan which I'm still hoping is going to pull around to a, a a final good thing I I think it looks great I think that it has an interesting concept. I like a lot of the, um, high minded themes. It's not, it's not something that comes out and just flat out slaps you over the face a a million and a half times. It just says, this is where we're going. And this is what we believe. Um, I think a lot of the characters tend to shine in the show, uh, with its slower pace, um, takes the time to actually develop each character individually. Um, some characters get kind of left behind, and other ones get kind of forced to the forefront. So it's interesting to see how it how this is playing out.
1: Yeah, when I when I first came into this 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 telling of it, I was I was immediately captured. I was like, "This is a a very expansive world. They're 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 hitting all the characters very well. They're bringing me into it nicely. Um, I'm I'm getting engaged with what's going on. Uh, tragedy befalls. You start moving forward, and it." I think the only thing I really struggled with was what they went this whole kind of side tangent of going down after the uh, the Sindhura, uh after with the help of uh, Prince uh, Rajendra, I think his name was, uh, trying to get him the throne of this other kingdom so they can gain military, and also with the, some other fortresses which we mentioned in the the, the mid season. I know people attacked me for it, but it's it's my point. They had all these little kind of points that they were hitting these locations they were hitting they were trying to gain allies and it doesn't seem like they ever gained allies throughout this entire 24 episodes but yet suddenly we have a big army going through um there was at a point which all the kingdoms kind of came together to to back arslan but it was like at the very end and then i'm like okay finally i'm seeing that we're gaining allies finally after you know 20 episodes of where are we allies that we're supposed to be gaining right now because we're getting nothing um he was really just kind of gaining more closer trusted allies not necessarily fleets which is cool uh, because it takes time to like you said it takes time to kind of jump in each character give I, I I thought give was awesome Uh geese she was awesome um, I also like the element that kind of reminds me I like the element of there's a there's a little bit of magic in there but it's never kind of at the forefront, there was one kind of shadowy figure that appears and saves bad guys over and over again. Um, <laughs> He's so annoying in me. <laughs> it's like you you don't fit in this world at all. <laughs> I know Fen, Fen and Geese. she had this whole thing of uh, the Jin and, and controlling the wind, but it was never like magic spell, boof, wind blow. It was always it was always felt like an element of. Th- does she actually have the power that she claims that she has? It was always that question. Whereas the shadow guy appearing on of nowhere, I was like. You're you're making this into like like deep fantasy kind of stuff. Where where'd you come from? Go away kind of thing. Um, But I like that element of that that little little peppered in magic. Is it really magic kind of thing? Um, All these things. The the fantasy
2: even in the even in in the other version it was like uh, Silver Mask always had this uh, this tie to black magic, which was kind of the implement implications of that guy. And it's like. Uh, it, it, yeah it fits in a way and it doesn't fit in another way it's like the 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 idea that there's this black this dark or the black magic there that these characters are using eh, i i'm 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 okay with it it's it's
1: yeah i i think i'm okay with it it's yeah, it, it's, it's tough I, as much as i didn't like him showing up every 2 seconds to save bad guys it was it was fine cuz it was it almost felt like it was kind of convenient um but yeah i it, it never felt afraid of being dark when it needed to be dark. It never felt... It, it always had the mood set right. I like the betrayals that kind of happen along the way. Uh, Arslan's slowly learning that he can't really trust everybody, but at the same time, he does want to keep to his his moral compass of, yeah, he's a weird guy. He's not a typical king, and that's why people follow him. And it did well in presenting that, like... Elam, which is not not really much of a spoiler, Elam slowly learns that Arslan is somebody that he can definitely be loyal to, even though he's always with Narcissus, and felt that he could only be loyal to that person, he eventually learns to trust Arslan. I like that kind of stuff. Um, It it just, it was a really well told story, and I think it didn't take it, it took its time, I want to see it conclude, and it's shown me so far in these two cores that it can do this story justice, and tell it to the full extent that it needs to. I was kind of uh, afraid that we got to close to like the 24th and 25th episode. I was like, they're not going to conclude this, are they? <laughs> <And> I, <learned laughs> was I, I, I,
2: I will say this. Okay. I, at the beginning of the show and how they were telling Itoli's story, mm-hmm. the entire show, I was so annoyed by that character and I wanted it and wanted that <laughs> character to go away. And I promise you in the last two episodes, I totally flipped on that character
1: yeah they they is did well.
2: absolutely
1: one of my favorite characters in the entire show. It, it was like, yeah, they had this whole moment of wow, that was convenient. Why did they have the time that so well? um, but the way that they the way that they presented that character, especially towards the end was like, I believe this character it, it's it's not just a well, circumstances Arslan is so great. Let's move on kind of thing. it was it was taking time to kind of really dive into the, like I said, like I said earlier, the Lusitanian thing. I I loved how they dealt with the Lusitanian religion. It was very dark the way they were using it at first, but they really, they really presented it very well. Arslan himself, such a genuine character in how he dealt with, it, it sucks because I... Well, I it's, can't it, that, say exactly the things, but I know yeah. people that watch this, <laughs> you will know Arslan deals with that religion in a very proper way. And it was so well done. Well, and Atollia et, is 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 a
2: perfect example of that. Because of um, what the Lusitan... And, and I'm, I'm being very careful because Atollia, because if you know, if you watch the show, you know Atollia as a character is... There's spoilers involved in that Don't character. Don't Google the name. <laughs> Don't Google the name. Um, they, There's... It, that character in itself is an interesting character because, as the Lusitanians um, become more relevant in the storyline, you understand where this character is in 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 the realm, um, and and how Arislan is taking care of Etuli, and how he interacts with Etuli is is a very interesting aspect, and it's almost like this. Uh, enemy mind type thing. Uh, it's 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 uh, coming together as as enemies, and then eventually understanding each other, and then connecting each other, and then un- and then eventually, uh,
1: hopefully in the future, we'll see uh, acceptance and and friendship. Right. Blossom. I mean, starting out, you're like, there's there's no way that you can coexist with somebody that would a group that would do exactly what these people are doing. Yeah. You accept our God or you die. How can you, how can you reason with that? And I felt they they handled that very well. It was not, it was not religion bashing. It was not uh, atheist bashing. It was very well done. I think so. That was cool. I like it. Um, that's about all I want to hit on that one. I, I like I said, I, I really enjoy it. I, I think they're doing really well with it, and I I can't wait to see it concluded. And we will definitely be watching when it does. Uh, okay, Andrew's gonna talk a bunch now because Chris decided to watch uh, Venus Project climax, not Idolmaster Cinderella Girls second season. I would have to watch all twenty-four episodes, <laughs> not just six episodes. Tell me about Rika. Idolmaster <laughs> <laughs> Idolmaster second season Cinderella Girls. Um, for those that uh, I think we did a review of the first season. Yeah, I think we did. Mm-hmm. Um, the first season was fluffy. It was happy. It was just cutesy. Let's see. Let's introduce all the characters. Lots of tear-jerk moments. Lots of smiles. Um, lots of overcoming things. Second season is a little bit more serious. We we rejoin the three, four, six productions. Uh, we rejoin producer and his Cinderella girls, um, but we quickly meet Mashiro, and Mashiro is mean. Mashiro is assigned as the new. Uh, general executive producers of this uh, of this 346 Productions, um, and she decides that she wants to change how they handle their idols, um, moving it more towards a, this is a formulaic way that always produces results, and I want you to do it that way. The thing you're doing with the smiles and, and your Cinderella girls, that's not going to work. You have a NECA girl over here. You have a goth chick over here. We don't need that. We need... Just make them idols, make them flashy, and stick them out there. We don't need individuality, and that's really what the the unique thing that I got from this season was. It changed from introducing the characters, watching them grow with each other, um, overcoming things, to a a fight for individuality. It was it's, it's this it's this conflict between becoming just the typical or becoming your own thing, uh, doing things you enjoy or doing things that basically produce results. And that was really the heartbreaking breaking aspect of this season was like my gosh I was sad the most of the time there was a few moments where it kind of you see them kind of accept things and overcome things but for the most majority of the time it was like you're breaking my heart when is the when is the happy ending I want a happy ending kind of thing um it still produced a lot of moments that are very it was a very tear-jerking season uh, to say the least um and I enjoyed every bit of it though I mean I as much as I am sad to see characters having issues or struggling with certain things, it still managed to have that those those moments towards the end of the episode that just they come together, they give each other a hug, and you just start bawling your eyes out as the music plays kind of thing. Um, it's something that I enjoyed in the first season, and I enjoyed in the second season, and I just cannot recommend watching it enough. Um, it doesn't ask too much of you, but at the same time, it gives you plenty to consume, um, great characters, I like how unique each of the characters are, and it just it comes together very well. I I was almost scared that the last episode was not going to conclude things because they had this whole they had eleven episode and it was kind of okay. There's way too many loose ends here. They went into twelve episode and kind of just pulled it all together, so it it worked well. And uh, I'll just say it's not a it's not a show that really gives you a well. This is what you want, so you're gonna get this perfect ending. It was very, it was a very, it was an ending that kind of shows you reality, but also victory at the same time. And I kind of really, really like that. So it was, it was good. I really like it. Surprise! Chris hasn't watched it yet because he likes a lot of idol shows. Have you watched Wake Up Girls yet? That's not the point. You haven't watched Idol Master, <laughs> and you like idol idol shows. I'm not big on idol shows, and I watched this one. I'm sh- I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. Especially when you watch Venus Pimax. Um yeah, it was. A, they had a. They had some really good moments. They they had the, like the, these. T- this one girl that wants to kind of be like her sister is, but she's being pushed into a children's show, and she's asked to wear like elementary school outfits, and how he, she struggles with how that might look to her friends, and how she's not the perfect, great idol that her sister was, and how her sister is struggling over being forced into this other product that. Is kind of disingenuous to the people that are her fans. It deals with some very good and serious topics while at the same time having a lot of very heartwarming moments. So it's it definitely recommend it. So check it out. Um let's move forward to a show that Chris can talk again. So Andrew can kinda rest a little bit. Um this is Ultimate Taku Teacher or Dinpa Kyoshi. This is a show about a YD. Yes, he does what he yearns to do. He yearns to do. Yes, <laughs> I think they kind of mentioned as something else on my anime list. It was like, uh, what was it called? No, they don't have it on there. What, Yakata what something. <laughs> no, it was it was something completely different. Yo, Dato. Like, That's what it was. Yakuta Dato. <laughs> I almost wanted to go back in there and, and double check it, see if it like phonetically said that. Uh, but yeah, it follows uh, Junichiro Kagami, and he is. Again, a whitey. He does what he yearns to do. Um, at some point, he was—he used to be a very brilliant person. He wrote this big piece about a uh, a gate, a door to anywhere, or something like that. What was mm-hmm. it called? A, a door to a door anywhere. Door to anywhere. Um, and it was published in a Nature and it magazine, and everybody went crazy about it. He was this world renowned person that figured this thing out. It was a theory, and he decides, you know, he doesn't want to do that no more. He wants to become basically a neat and lock himself up in his room and do nothing but blog about anime, but that didn't settle with his sister, Suzune, who basically signs him up to to teach at a school without his knowledge, and she forces him to do that, and he kind of d- discovers that he finds a little bit of enjoyment out of, not really enjoyment out of teaching, but an enjoyment out of teaching people that otaku-ness is okay, so it was, I guess that was one of the weird elements of the show, it's like, I don't think he ever enjoyed teaching <laughs> He just enjoyed teaching people that otaku uh, was good. Kind of at the end, he kind of accepts it. Well, that. that's a natural thing about these kind of shows, is they always say they don't <laughs> want to teach, and at the very end, they go, ah. Oh, th- but I don't think you... He just wanted to... The ending was stupid. Shut up. <laughs> Why would you remind me about the ending? Now I'm going to bash the show because I thought the ending was stupid. <laughs> I thought it was a good ending. It was not a good ending. Okay, it of- was cheesy, but it was no, all right. it wasn't the fact that it was cheesy. It wasn't a factor of a dumb ending. It was a factor of he did something that he really shouldn't have done. Which was like, how is he still there? Nothing about that was a good thing to do. He did something that he should not have done morally. That was crazy.
2: I'm I'm, I'm missing something. You're going to have to spoil and and just explain it to me. He's
1: basically told them you don't have to...
2: That's like uh, the whole thing behind options. She just likes to see things that are outside of the box, and I think that that's what each one of these characters. It wasn't so much that, like, um, uh, Luce, I, her being uh, or Luce or whatever her name is, her being a hickey, breaking him out of that box of thinking that the 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 school hickey had to treat- a trap. I wasn't it going to go into that much up of it. On it, but the 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 idea that he had to think that the school was going to accept him a certain way, and and he was showing that the school could accept him because they accepted him as a friend, and at the same time he had to break the school from thinking that him him being a trap was. Not normal. I mean, and, and I like that. I, each one of these characters breaking them outside of what they were normal, it, what they thought was normal. And I thought that that was where this show kind of shined. It wasn't so much the, the the otaku jokes, because there was plenty of otaku jokes, don't get me wrong. That was most of the show. Yeah. I, 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 I thought that each one of the characters were interesting in their own way.
1: It was basically, here is May, girl. Next episode is, uh, super strong guy. Here's next episode is twin tail girl. Next episode is, uh, trap. Next episode's neat. Next episode is manga artist. Next episode is, uh, the really, really smart girl. It was, it was really hitting every single one of the, the, the voice actress. It hit every single one of the, what you would want to see in an otaku kind of show. So it, it definitely feeds the otaku um, which is not a bad thing, um, I I originally I think in the mid season I I was in the first person, I think I kind of hit it really hard about how it was a knockoff of of uh, old, or great teacher Onizaki and it definitely isn't that. Um, watching through the complete show, it really straight. The only elements that are similar is just the fact that he is an, an abnormal teacher, being a teacher, somebody that shouldn't be a teacher is now a teacher. Um, somebody that has no credentials to be a teacher, somebody that uh, doesn't really want to teach, somebody that really kind of exploits the system. Um, and of course, some people, especially usually the, the head finds that interesting. That's about the, really the only similarities you find. I really feared it mostly because when they first came in, Punch Girl was like, wow, this was, this was straight out of Great uh, Teacher Onizaki." He comes in, she's being bullied, he fixes the issue. But it kind of strays from that as it goes more into the otaku kind of stuff. Great Teacher Onizaki didn't really hit the otaku stuff. This is full otaku stuff. And that's kind of, it's bread and butter. Um, I enjoyed a few of the sh- the, the stories. Um, a few of them were kind of meh. Um, but I think that's really what got me through it was just, okay, That's a, that's a cute story. I enjoyed that move on kind of thing. Um, I think the one I enjoyed the most was probably Luch- uh, Lucy or Lucy's whatever name is. The the whole M.O. Goofy stuff. That was kind of interesting. I enjoyed that whole segment. Um, later parts, didn't enjoy it so much. But overall, it's one of those shows that I I can't really recommend. But at the same time, it's not a bad show. So... Take yeah, I for what don't. It is. I don't. I don't think it was a bad show, and I don't think it, it was looked a, atrocious. Yeah, it looked horrible. I think we can all <laughs> agree on the fact that it looked like crap. Um, not, not you're gonna p- gouge your eyes out, bad, but not, not in any way, shape, or form, good in any way. It was a lot of wonky characters. At least it moved. <laughs> it I moved. Ge- <laughs> I guess that's all I can really give it is at least it moved. We didn't have random. Uh, 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 eyeglasses in the middle of the. No random shots of <laughs> banners every two seconds. It was. It, it kept things moving. It just. I, I think you kind of point out a theory of it being uh, a punishment or something like that. I don't or know. Or did you ever it, confirm it, it, that? I, I never confirmed it. I don't really care. It was just something
2: that random that somebody had. Another thing. podcaster had said. And I was like, uh. That's interesting. I don't know where he got that, it, I, because uh, you made a good argument, and I think like why that it, would you why would you risk well, yeah. so much money on a uh, punishment? That yeah, just if, right. if yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, the the company who made it has
1: to make money off of this, so and he has A one Pictures <laughs> stamped on it. You don't want A one Pictures stamped on something that you purposely make bad, uh, but it worked. It was it was a it was a it was a decent show. Just at the same time, it's not a show that I say go all your way to watch. Just. If you like like a lot of a it was not harem-y like I thought it would be. There was really no harem next to it. There was maybe towards the end you had like a few hints from like two or three girls that were kind of acting like they were part of a harem, but it never it never executed any of it. It was just yeah, a lot of the
2: characters, them. a lot of the characters, they were kind of one one hit and then he moved on and to the disappear. next year <laughs> yeah i mean they and every were now and there. then there's a big
1: event and they all show up and you're like whoa okay everybody's back yeah they're, they're they were there they they they
2: but they were not a a presence in each character's story so yeah yeah i kind of like the sisters the idol sisters yeah i thought
1: that they was were probably all right. the most deep writing in the show itself but it it didn't really hit me too i well. thought
2: the i thought anime girl was cute but the anime girl was different. The
1: ghost I, was sad. Yeah, and the ghost I thought that I thought that, but I do agree. Luce's story was was really good. It was the most entertaining, I think. Um Didn't care much about Robot Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was kind of pointless. I'm surprised they didn't do much with Because uh, it was male. Because I, it was male. I think it was surprising they didn't, didn't do much with the sister. I'm, I, have, I have to she agree. She just showed up every now and, and then hit I, it with the bat. I, I, if,
2: I, if I'm going <laughs> to catch this show on anything, it's the snap. Why did they stop doing the snap? Because it was annoying and repetitive. I liked the snap.
1: He did it at the end of every single I'm getting ready to lesson. do a lecture. He did it at the end of every single <laughs> lecture, quote unquote. The lecture is done. I I kind of agree with a lot of people. I kind of felt that the sister had like a very unique voice. Do we ever look into her? She had like one, probably one of the most unique. I mean, a voice is for a sister, not a, not a typical sister. voice. I think when I looked up a lot of
2: the n- names, it was all new voice actresses.
1: Yeah, that's that sister. That's her only role, so that's why she's so unique because that's her only role that she's ever done. Um, wow. Well, yeah, I I I hope to hear more. I mean. It, Her voice was kind of annoying at certain times, but at the same time, she was a very unique sister voice. She wasn't a, I'm a Moe, Siscon character. She was, I want you to work kind of character. So, um, I thought it was really good. So I hope we, hope we see more of her, uh, moving forward. Do I have to do this one? I, you're the one who put it on here. That's true. I did put it on the list and I probably no, should a lot have. of these characters are cute. That's probably because they're all pictures from nothing. This is all general pictures for the characters. The top left three, well, the, the top two middle are the only characters that are actually unique to the show. The rest are pictures from anything. The that's unlimited blade works for Rin Kasaka, right there, so that's not her. Anyways, nobody knows what we're talking about. Fate collide liner, you said Prisma, N- Ilium two way purse.
2: And you already told people that you were going to cover this show at the show at some point during the
1: show, and you said Sucka. So pretty much everybody knows which show you're going to talk about. Actually, I think I said that I wasn't going to review this because <laughs> I knew I was going to make people angry. Fate, collide liner Prisma Ilya two way hearse. I'm getting why, really. Why at would you make? That. Why would you make people mad?
2: Um, because just, I don't have just good things to say. Just say it's cute. There's some cute characters.
1: It looks good, and it happened. And then we'll move on to the next show. And then two you don't those, make nobody Two happy. of those things are true. Two of those things are true. It happened, and it looked good. Okay, so we can move on. <laughs> um, Got yeah, on mine crowds. <laughs> we, we, I, I've already mentioned most of the, my issues with this entire inner property altogether in previous reviews of this. I enjoyed the first season. I wanted to see more of that, and it still continues to not give me any of that. Uh, we had basically in this core, which is two-way hearse, uh, an episode for swimsuit shopping, a beach episode, a fujoshi episode, a theme park episode, fireworks episode, and Yukata's episode, a pool party episode, and then we finally had one, two, three, four episodes of the big thing we left off with in the last core, which was there's another card and we gotta go find it. Um, so suffice to say, it was six episodes of fan service, comedy that I didn't really find too funny, and two 10-year-old girls slobbering over each other and moaning, so take that for what it is. Um, The actual part with the card and the battle that they had towards the end, I'll just say that there was one element of it, which was basically a, a new character that... My main issue with this is that you had, at the end of the last the last season, of core, or whatever, they said that there was this, this eighth card. And I was like, Ooh, what could this card be? There's so many things that they can do with this. There was theory crafting flying all over the place that they were going to pull, you know, these other, uh, classes out from other franchises, like ruler and stuff like that. Um, and so I was really excited to see what this was. And then when they finally revealed what the card was, I said, Wow, so you're basically just reusing the same crap from the original Fate Stay. This is not even interesting. You you had, you had, said you had something here. I was excited for that one thing. And then you basically just reused the same stupid story you have in your other properties. Yeah, it's technically fan service for that other series, but do something interesting with this. Don't just feed me the same stuff again. That's really bothered me, so... It was, funny. it was so funny, because how did the, that
2: conversation come up? Because I had flat out guessed who, which which card was the eighth card.
1: I, I said that basically that. I said, they basically reused the same crap from Fate's Day. And you had, oh, so this? Yeah, that basically, so yeah, you, you, <laughs> you guessed it. Uh, there was a really kind of funny aspect of that, but it quickly turned back to, they essentially had a battle where they said, Here's our... They they specifically say the rules to this battle. If this happens, this will happen. If you do A, B will happen. And what do they do? C happens. And B is thrown out at the end. So it's like, don't tell me the rules when you're not going to adhere to them. You could have explained it in a certain way, but you didn't. Um, so my frustration extends from the fact that there's six episodes of fan service that I don't particularly care for. There's a few funny parts. I'll give it that. And then when it got to the serious stuff, they flunked really badly. So, it's another season out the window, and hopefully I'm I'm assuming that the next Three Ray, which is the next one, is probably going to be a disappointment too, so expect me bashing it more, and I apologize if you really like it. That's great. Enjoy it. It hasn't done anything for me since season one, and I want Season one again, so... <laughs> I, I, it, it, that seems to be the general
2: consensus on this show, is like... Uh, and you, you're probably going to love it, so you can probably go watch it. <laughs> Everybody goes, there's interesting ideas, but you got to go through all this.
1: <laughs> no, I, I I mentioned at some point that technically this is like part of the other half of it. This is the second half of this, this arc, and I mentioned the fact that this is basically you know, 15 episodes of Fluff, and he's like, no, 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 it isn't. I'm like, get te- you have to add them together, and technically, like, 80% of this is Fluff, and I'm probably wrong there. I don't have to go and mathematically do it. I'm already gonna admit that I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I, at some point, probably about the five-episode mark, I was going, you know what? I need to stop expecting at season one and go into this expecting this is just, you know, uh, is the Order Rabbit kind of cutesy stuff? But it isn't. It's just not... I watched Is the Order of Rabbit. That's cutesy, and that's fun. That's how you do cutesy fun. This is fake Clyde Liner Prisma Ilya two-way hearse, where it's just, how do we make these girls look as sexual as possible? And, at, and the other 80% of these fluff episodes is just humor that's not really funny, and that's my problem, so. Sorry, I, I try. I try, I try. I still love I still love Sock, at least, though. There's not enough Rinta and I think that's the problem. Needs more winter An 18-year-old Ilya. They need more 18-year-old Ilya. That way I can actually enjoy the kissing scenes. Mm-hmm. Not 10-year-old Ilya. Sorry. Uh, let's move on. And I apologize again to anybody that really loves it. I'm not saying that you can't enjoy it. A lot of people enjoy the show. And that's great. So good on you. Keep enjoying it. Uh, let's move on to something that Andrew extremely likes. I I can say I extremely likes, too. Let's take a break first, though. Okay. We're about to halfway. We're going to take a break. We will be right back after this (laughs) song, I guess. I don't know. We just listened to, uh, Kodama Kotodama, which is by Neno Wright in the OP4, not on Repeat, which we'll get into in a little bit. But first, we're going to do Gachaman Crowd's Insight.
2: It's about oh, dang time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were kind of debating if we were going to review this, this episode, because it's kind of one of those shows that we want to do, like, an entire podcast on, because, uh, it just has so much to unpackage within it and stuff that we just really can't pa- unpackage in a review um, but we did get caught up on the original Gatchaman crowds and we did watch Gatchaman crowds insight and we're really glad we did because it's a it's a really special show it's it, it it we 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 accidentally
2: we had known about it at at some point uh a while back but we we kind of avoided it because of the name Gatchaman and so it kind of implied that we needed a background in understanding Gatchaman, so we never touched it because neither of us has watched Gatchaman, so
1: we kind of avoided it like the plague. Um, it really doesn't really play too much off of the original Gatchaman. That's what's really a cool thing about it. Right. And yeah, it does It does receive a lot of criticism because of that. Um, a lot of people going, this isn't Gatchaman of, what is it, in 80s or 90s or whatever. I, I don't care which one it is, so don't worry about that. It was an old show, and now this is this, and it doesn't really have that same feel. It really does jump into modern elements, uh, social networking and stuff like that. Um, it is really its own thing. Um, so when we kind of realized that, we jumped into the first season and absolutely loved it. Um, for those who don't know, to get you up on it, um, it is about it is in, it's set in this world where there are gotchamans. Um, they are chosen by this, uh, what was his name, JC or something like that? A prophet, so to say. JJ. This is like Prophet JJ. Um, he chooses people and gives them this little notebook. And when they have the notebook, they can then transform into a Gachaman. Um, and the Gachaman are kind of fighting crime. But it really doesn't focus on that whatsoever. As you, in the first season, we found out it kind of f- focuses on this guy named Ruri, who develops this. Uh, kind of a social network kind of thing where people are rewarded for doing good. If you see there's an issue, you don't call for the police. It 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 signals people nearby that may be a nurse or whatever, and tells them there's somebody hurt over here. You want to go help them? Yeah, sure, I'll go help them. They run over there and actually help. So it's it's an it's a concept of a, a, a social net a socially network connected world where people just do things. They get things done. They don't wait for somebody else to do it. And it really died on the element of, do we really need all of these, uh, these emergency groups or whatever? And going in the second season, it kind of plays off that a little bit. It kind of continues it on, but it then brings into effect a new element and is a uh, an, an alien being called uh, Jelsandra. And when Jelsandra arrives, uh, Jelsandra has a, a unique ability where she can see... The inner thoughts of people, that what what they're feeling, their mood, and she's constantly trying to bring people together, trying to trying to make the mood kind of uh, be equal. She doesn't like that there's this person over here is upset while these people over here all seem good. She wants to wants to uniform people in their in their 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 mindset. And that's about as far as I can go without getting you know, over into the say, worst part of it. Be careful because it, it it starts out as a good idea. all and of it, these things. It,
2: from the beginning of the show with the with the uh, with the got, with the crowds. It, it starts out
1: as a good idea, and then it takes it to its its. You see the flaws. Ultimate, in it and the flaws yeah, snowball, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, and that really to kind of play a part with Josandra is that you quickly start going, okay, well, do do we really want everybody to equal? What is the repercussions of that? And how do they do they? How do they fight back to that? If it's technically what people want, how do you say no to it? And that's really the thing that we really wanted to unpackage in its own review because all we can really say here in the review is how great that is, and how 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 much thought was put into the show, and how how great the writing is, how it hits certain subjects that not not everybody might not agree on, like social subjects. But at the same time, they are very well written in the way that they're presented. And there's so many facets to each of the characters. There's so many facets to the situation at hand. There's so many facets to the direction it takes, uh, people's decisions. It all just so well done that there was so many points in this series where I'm going, this is like becoming the show of the, the year easily because it's just such clever writing that I'm constantly blown away with how they handle certain, certain, certain situations. Uh, yeah, we've had show <laughs> the, the one, the one thing I enjoyed the most is they, they have a lot of shows where they have that kind of older, uh, person in the show. And this season we had this older gentleman, uh, namely, uh, Subasa's grandpa that we we're always constantly going, no, yeah, eventually he's probably going to come out and give her words of wisdom. You, you knew that from the first episode, Eventually, she's gonna come back to him, and he's gonna give her words of wisdom. But how they delivered that was like, whoa, whoa! They went there, and that was wow. Okay, yeah, like, like that's the that's the writing that I that I just enjoy so much out of this this show.
2: Yeah, one of the cool. I mean, it's 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 so. I I get excited about the idea of talking about this show because it's just so so dense there's just so many layers to the show and and i mean we we've talked about other shows that that are supposed to be that way and not quite as i feel like every every episode that i was watching the show the characters are are a layer there's the the story itself is a layer the um the uh the the tools that are being used in this show are are another layer each each aspect brings its own flavor and i I, i'm getting sidetracked on the idea what i want to say is the the characters themselves they are their own layer it's not just a character reacting to situations the characters themselves are a part of the storytelling which i know that in a lot of cases, a character is part of the storytelling, but it, it, it's 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 hard to explain, except for to say that Hajime is the question. Subasa is um how did how did I put it when I was ta- telling you about it? Subasa was is is kind of like Hajime in a way, but she's the exact opposite of Hajime in in another way, and it and 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 Rui is is. Is is kind of like a catalyst to to well, the show. It end up
1: being a, a unified. It was a unifier. Wanted to unify things. Right. And and Hajime was the one that was questioning it. And it and it, it, it was funny because at, at the beginning I was kind of going, well, it wasn't really the beginning, it was kinda like almost halfway through it. I was going, I understand what Subas is doing, but I really don't like her. And I think that's just the writing. They they wanted you to see that Hajime is questioning this, and is going, I don't even want to talk to you. If you're questioning this you're wrong. I'm walking away, and it was like I, do, I. It was infuriating me. I'm like, they're really making Hajime to be this bad guy, and I'm like, I know they're gonna turn this around, but she's really annoying me, and it ends up doing it. It it pulls it off every single time. It, yeah, and, and
2: it it's it's it it's so hard to describe what I'm trying to say when it comes to these characters because I think that by far the characters are the absolute pinnacle of how storytelling can be done and done well in this show um it's it's and it's so funny i i wish i had not missed that that first season but i'm actually kind of glad i missed that first season because going right into the second season it just made it so much better um i i can't i can't i can't say enough about go watch this show it's so
1: awesome well both seasons Yes. Open the Crowds and go right into Grouchman Crowds Insight. The only negative I can possibly give this entire show, we're only really reviewing the second season, because I technically, I think the second season was, like, by far, like, ten times better than the first season. The first season was great, and so that's saying how great Insight is. Um, the only thing I can give negative is the localizing, because, unfortunately, there's, like, this one episode in between the two seasons that yeah. is missing. Thank you, Sentai Filmworks. Um that kind of is needed to know what kind of happens to this particular character. So um, I end up just telling Chris, like, you, this is what was in it, this is what was in it, this is what was in it. Um, but unfortunately, that's kind of hoping maybe when they localize Insight that they'll include that at the beginning or something. I don't know, because there's a gap there. Um, so just be aware of that if you're going to watch both seasons, you need to seek out to find out what happens in that. Basically, it's a re- It's a director's cut of the th- the last episode of the first season, which kind of tells you they screwed up in doing the last episode. And they said, this is what we really wanted. And this is pretty much all the little t- loose ends that we never really explain, which are some very important loose ends that you won't know what the hell's going on. If you go into the second season without knowing that. Yeah. Um, but it's just a stellar, it's a stellar uh, series. And I, it's one of those things that I wonder why people don't talk about it enough. I mean, there's, this is one of the shows that, If you ask me a show that is not talked about enough and you think is really great, this is one of them. This is one of the ones where I'm going, why isn't this talked about? Why aren't there people talking about this on Twitter? Why isn't this a big topic on other podcasts? This is a great show. I'm kind of wondering, maybe is it a a thing where people don't like the message it's trying to give? Um, Because, like I said earlier, it does technically hit on some some hot topics, like uh, political topics, but you have to go into it knowing this is a piece of literature and it has its own message and it is its own world and just kind of divide yourself from that and just enjoy it for what it's, what it's doing. And that's the the, takeaway. At at any, at
2: any level, it is, it is so high minded. It's, it's, it's more along the lines of you're looking at it from a, 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 a perspective of just look at it and, understand what it's telling you don't you don't have to necessarily agree with it or disagree with it i whether or not i agree is is irrelevant i uh, i have talked to people that i know that are kind of opposed to my my opinion and i think that that they they said that it was a great show it's 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 high. it's it's more of a theory and an interesting concept and and I think that it does that very well. It just takes it to conclusions. That's all, and it and it does it very well.
1: Did I mention the style? It has so much style in this show. Oh yeah,
2: we, we never even talked about how beautiful the show is. It's gorgeous. I mean,
1: there there's times where the the CG. I, I at first when I first watched the first episode, of the first Gotchaman crowds, I was like, oh, we're using CG for all the the Gatchamans and what they're fighting. No, like it, it has so much style. I don't care. I mean, I like the character designs. I like the style they have to each one of the characters, they all look so unique to each other, and they all have this this interesting flair to them. It, it's something that's really... I've never really seen any other kind of anime. The openings are amazing. Both seasons, the openings are awesome. I watch them every single episode. So um, just there's, there's nothing else to say but that this is a show that you really shouldn't miss, and it's a contender for best of the year. Well, and
2: considering what I was going to say at the beginning when we were talking about this is... Uh, considering the fact that we went, we came into this, we were like, oh, hey, let's check the, the song out yeah, on this the one. Let's check out and, the OP. We, and we both went, oh, hey, this I, I like this character. Oh, yeah, we liked the character artwork last time. Why didn't we watch the show? <laughs> yeah. We went back and watched the first episode, and now we're both screaming bloody
1: murder, go watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely good stuff. Uh, this this show, uh, Death Parade and Shirobako, is going to make the year end choices a very difficult one. <laughs> um, we should probably move on. We we've, we've gushed enough, gushed way too much, and that's it, a it's one of those things where it's kind of a a pending thing. We definitely want to sit down and do a, an entire episode, just kind of diving into certain subject matters that it's dealing with and how they're presenting things and. Um, the key points that we really enjoyed about the show, so it's not set in stone. We might set it on our calendar that way we can actually commit to it. But we have uh, several other things like Fairy Tale and and Monogatari that we want to really get get done first. Um, and it's the, definitely something. Uh, yeah, this is this is a show that we almost feel like we need to watch the show. Yeah, we want at least watched, a at least second time, time possibly though. three times. <laughs> yeah, we want to we want to sit down and kind of analyze the first season and second season before we do that so yeah lots of note taking on that show <laughs> i can already see it uh let's move on to fluffy things let's move on to nanambiori uh this is uh nanambiori repeat this is a second season of the nanambiori uh, if you have not checked our review for that one we have that one up there as well um it is a it's a it's a fun fluff show with cute characters and easygoing fun it, it, it this is technically kind of a not really a retelling but kind of we kind of explained it and i think the mid-season of this concept or the first impressions, a concept of you had the first season on ambiori this is where they're going back to the beginning again but they're kind of showing these scenes that you didn't see before so it's kind of like you had a a manga and you cut out pages one three five and so on and you would have that be the second season so it's it's technically the same story you're, you're starting out again with uh, Range going into her first year in uh, school, and Hotaru is just joining them for the first time, and you're just kind of seeing new stories on the side. Um, and it basically takes place in a, a out-in-the-nowhere-sticks kind of location. It's uh, Asahihoka Branch School. Um, it's out, in the, like I said, in the boonies, a um, bunch of country kids, that enjoy kind of the simpler things in life. And you have Hotaru who comes in from Tokyo and she kind of is learning this countryside as you're learning it, the simple things that they deal with. Not having cell phones and cell phone reception, the the, the sister coming back from Tokyo and talking about this great stuff she's seen and being on the train and them being so excited about learning this kind of stuff. Um, it's a very simple show. It's a very laid back kind of show. It's a
2: and somebody not being tall enough to get a email, yeah, to get a reception,
1: <laughs> um, and that's that's the, that's the the great thing about it. I, I've I've heard it kind of it described as being the it, it's it's that show where you're kind of going, man. I wish I could be there in that relaxing world, but you don't want to because it's technically out in the country and you don't have internet and the, the the niceties that you have in where you live. Um, I don't think it's that far off from where we're at, but it's definitely way far off. You 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 you, you promised me what seven lollies and
2: I'm 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 there. I don't care. At least internet. I want at least internet. I don't care. I don't think they have internet. <laughs> um but yeah like okay, I said, it, okay I'll I'll settle for Naru and I'll go. Okay. Or Renji. Either
1: one i I'm, I'm I'm pretty good with. <laughs> and and spend your days catching bugs. Yeah. I'm I'm totally on board. <laughs> and and scaring poor Komari with uh the what was it called the the rain, the rain warding outfit kind of thing. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: yeah, that's, it's, it's more non Biori fun and it's something that I really, really enjoy. It's, it's, it's not constantly making you laugh. It's kind of more laid back, relax, watch what they're doing and enjoy the moment to moment. Um, I definitely enjoy the ruler fight. I've never seen ruler fights like that. It's they're it's, It's the simple little goofy things they're doing. That is just so enjoyable. Fighting to get an, uh cell phone reception. Uh, Ren- we got more of Renje and, and Candy Store, which was just completely heartwarming. I, I love those two and everything they do. Um, her teaching Renje how to ride the bike was just way too cute. And her supporting her. Probably like my, one of my most enjoyable aspects of of is, is those two. So I just like the characters. They're just great characters. And it's It's fun. There's there's something to be said about the 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 simple,
2: uh, simple. I, I wanted to say it in a different way, but the simple fun. <laughs> but there it, there is a lot to be said about it. It this is a, a a show that speaks by by showing you and inviting you into this world and just just saying, look, this is this is these these girls' story. Take it or leave it, and it, it doesn't. It doesn't try to force you along. It doesn't. It doesn't try to. You know. <laughs> you you get to a point where you watch a lot of shows, and it's like, this is funny, and you're supposed to be laughing. Why aren't you laughing? This is funny. You, okay, you. That's all right. Just just wait a second. We'll do it again, and you'll laugh that time, right? You didn't laugh again. Here, let's do it again a a fifth time, and you'll laugh this time no this 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 show is just it it goes along and it and it sets up a joke and it's funny you either laugh or you don't and it keep, continues on and it's a different joke it doesn't it doesn't stick to the same formula it in a lot of cases it's simple life that's just funny it's not it's not gag stuff that is you know is supposed to be funny. It's a lot of a lot of cases it's just like Andrew was saying, the 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 girl getting scared out of her mind because uh one of the characters was dressed up as a as a rain thing and it she was walking in the rain so all the uh ink was teta teta
1: bonzu by the way uh, teta teta bonzu, by the way that's what it's called
2: and it was it was all melting in, or not melting it was just the the rain had made the ink uh seep through the the cloth and it just looked looked kind of funny and and this poor girl was just getting scared out of her mind and it was such a simple concept and it's just life it's not because it was funny it was just that the situation (laughs) kind of sucked for her and you seen the pure usually you're usually
1: playing off of like the innocence of rang j or you're you're playing off of just random uh, uh, misfortunes that the characters have. Yeah. Like, they had the whole situation where Renje is playing with her sister, and she gets her sister to say something like, Goo Goo Gaga to with the... the <laughs> You're going to play as the baby, so you got to say goo, goo Gaga. And she's like, I'm not going to say that. you got to say it. Okay, goo, goo Gaga. And then right then, somebody else walks around the corner, <laughs> and she's absolutely embarrassed the fact that she said Goo Goo Gaga in front of somebody. And when she always wants this cool, I'm from Tokyo attitude. It, it's always playing off of misfortunes that are not violent per se it's just it just happens and you're, you're kind of just laughing along with them kind of thing yeah yeah it, it's simple it's 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 not trying too hard there's no deep story you're trying to digest it's really something you just turn on you relax and you, en- you enjoy their their life it's like a reality tv show where they're not really trying to act yeah <laughs> i almost feel like i'm insulting it by saying it's a reality tv show um, yeah, definitely, definitely go check it out. Um, it's definitely one of those shows that I just, I just enjoy. And I don't really find any faults in it whatsoever. I mean, it, it does get slow, but that's kind of the, kind of the, the idea. It's just to relax and sit down on the porch and watch these kids be goofy. Really, is what it is. Uh, our next one we have is My Love Story or Ore Maragatari. and this is a show that again started from uh, spring 2015 and ended in summer 2015. It follows a guy named Takio, and Takio always has misfortune with women. He, he he falls in love with a girl and goes to confess to them and they always seem to confess to his his friend Makoto or Suna. And uh naturally because Suna is like like the most gorgeous boy in the school and all the girls swoon over him and Takio is just gigantic ogre looking guy. He's huge. Um kind of intimidating to a lot of people. Um but Suna is uh, like his best friend he's known him since childhood and so they're always together um and they, they're the bestest of friends. And they just kind of keep going along with it. Every single time there's a new girl, he confesses to the girl and turns out that girl likes Suna. So it's just something that, that Takeo kind of learns to accept. But one day they're on a train and somebody is molesting or, or touching this girl named Yamato. And he, T- Takeo runs in there and stops the guy and takes him to the police. And the guy said something really nasty about uh, Yamato and Takeo beats him. <laughs> And this girl kind of takes interest in uh, Takeo. And then over time, she kind of tries to thank him by bringing him some food or some some sweets at the local park. And Takeo the entire time is kind of thinking, well, she wants to hang out because she wants to meet Suna. Well, it turns out, no, Takeo, Yamato actually likes you. A girl finally likes Takeo. And he doesn't seem to kind of get that at first, but you kind of slowly, really quickly, actually, in the first few episodes you have them in a relationship already. They they have the, the the confession that kind of happens, and you kind of go along with them through this journey as they, you know, meet other people and go through th- certain situations that kind of involve, like, Yamato dealing with her friends, maybe not getting why she likes Takio, and uh, maybe uh, Suna's sister and her... Being accepting the idea that this person that she has known from her childhood as well, Takeo having a girlfriend, what is what is her wanting to find out? What is Yamato's gain in this whole thing? And kind of dealing with all those kind of situations as they go forward in their in their relationship, and lots of sugary stuff, and lots of flutter flutter, and lots of Yamato dieskies and and Takeo dieskies. I love it. You
2: love it. Tell us why I you loved love it, Chris. it. I loved it from from the beginning to the end. I I in a lot of cases I thought it was very simple. Um, some of the situations I I think that they they just simple softballs all the way through. I mean, no, it didn't it didn't overly dramatize anything. I don't think that it um, pushed the boundaries of anything. I I do think that it turned a lot of the um, a lot of the genre
1: uh, upside down, which I loved that aspect. And yeah, you didn't have twenty four episodes of Are they gonna kiss? Are they gonna get right. together? Are they gonna get together? <laughs> and at the very end, you're like, Did they get together? I don't know. Did they get together? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll be the next season.
2: And and, and I, I I absolutely adore that about this show. It's 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 one of those things that it didn't it didn't mess around. It put these two together and it and it just set them as an item. And then after that, it was just a matter of how does this couple deal with this situation? How does the couple deal with this situation? And each one of those things, I mean, sometimes you felt like it was a little contrived, but I think that in, in the long run, all of those stories just worked for this this storytelling. Um, and, and in the end, like I said, it didn't, didn't push any any more boundaries. It just it did
1: what it needed to do. It got that story out and it worked for what it was trying to do. I would probably describe this show as kind of a beauty and the beast kind of show. It really kind of plays off an element of here is small, cute girl, adorable girl, and this gigantic beast kind of thing. He's very intimidating to everybody, even though he does have a heart of gold. Um, and trying to break around those those boundaries of yeah, he sees some a kid in trouble and goes to save the kid, and he's terrifying looking because he's huge. Until and Suna all, walks up. They all they all <laughs> thank Suna, who is the friend who walks up and says he he's the one that helped you. And they're all thanking him because they're they're intimidated by Takeo, who actually saved them. Um, and that's where the special comes in the show. Is it just it's a very sugary show? I think I said my mid season was. I don't know why there really is no element here that says, oh my gosh, this did this and I can't believe it. It's just a, it's just sugar all the way through. And it, it doesn't really expect too much of you. It just keeps giving you that every episode is just, here's this very minuscule issue they run into. And it doesn't really challenge the character it's just there. And then at the end, Daisuke, Daisuke, Daisuke Yamato, Daisuke Takayo. It doesn't really challenge the characters. There really is no, there really is no difficulties they run into. Um, there really is this element of every time there's a situation, you know what the outcome's going to be because you know how loyal these two characters are to each other. They make it r- obvious really early on that they are just so loyal to each other. Takeo is a heart of gold and will be loyal to Yamato. Yamato is pure and she likes Takeo for what he's done for her. And he's so, he, she sees the heart of gold in there and you just kind of throwing the other characters that are on the outside in there every now and then to kind of go, Oh well, I, who is a sister of Suna, wants to figure out what what Yamato's gain is in it, and it never really goes that far. Uh, here's this other girl, and she takes a liking to Suna, but does she? They don't really go that very far with it. Uh, here's another character who sees the heart of gold in Tokyo, but they really don't go very far with it. I mean, they the, I guess that's really my only issue with the show was that it doesn't really challenge the characters very much, and you always knew what the outcome was. So. Don't expect that. Go into expecting it's just a sugary show. And that's all it really wants to offer. But the problem with that was that that is what I end up running into with my issue with the show in the long run. Is when I got to about the 13 episode mark is where I kind of felt the show was overstaying its welcome. It's not that it's a bad show. It's not that I find any faults with it. It's just that for me personally, when I got to the 13 episode mark, I was going, okay, we we got the gist and I'm not really getting anything else. It's still the same sugary show which is not a bad thing it's just i can be doing something else i guess is the point um so don't take that as a negative it's just i felt it overstayed its welcome i've heard people that agree the same thing so you have people that loved it from the beginning to end you have people that kind of said hey it's it's great show but it overstayed its welcome so yeah that's that's my love story not my love story it's his love story <laughs> um anything else to add before we move on
2: no, because all I would do is just go, Why
1: would you say it's overstated? It's welcome! <laughs> it's a perfect show. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, let's move on. We have uh, Wagnaria 3. Working season 3. It has gone three seasons. And while Andrew did not like the second season for many reasons, he's happy to say that the third season... Things finally happens and that's great I love the first season of, of working um I love the chemistry of all the characters you you basically have a a, a restaurant where all these uh, people work at and each of the characters have their own goofy thing you have uh tanishima who is she's like a a lolly of the of the restaurant but she's she always has the I want to be taller complex uh, you have inami who was pretty much the the big thing with the first season is that she's a an extreme case of uh man phobia and so she punches any man that comes near her so they have to work her schedule around the other men not working the same time she does because she punches him um you have uh takanashi who is the main character he's kind of the the straight man to the situation uh, but he's also a very hard-working man uh and you have the, the background characters sato and soma soma's more of the i want to in investigate people kind of character, which is kind of fitting because he's the same character or voice as Isaiah from Dora. I didn't. I, I thought it.
2: I thought he was the best uh, cook ever, and he was Sato? trying. To, and he was trying to defeat his father.
1: No, I don't. I, don't, I didn't get that. Soma. Uh that's funny. <laughs> good. So there's two ties in this show. There's the fact that he's Soma, which is Soma's a cook in Food Wars. And he's voiced by the guy that does Isaiah from da da da, da so he likes to take pictures and, and watch people and mess with people. That's, that's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> uh, there's another character, yada yada yada. But uh, So it basically follows them as they're working at this restaurant and all their little goofy issues they have. Um, and this, like I said, the second season I didn't enjoy, because the second season I had to rush through it in order to get ready for the third season, and the second season was basically, hey, all those jokes from the first season, let's do them again. Let's do them over and over again throughout the entire season. Um, so I didn't get anything from the second season. But the third season, they basically wrap things up. I mean, this was really the this is it. This is it this felt like we're concluding everything. It concluded a lot of the relationships. I was like, wow, wait. I thought this I thought this was a comedy. We don't do relationships. They're actually concluding relationships between characters. They're having characters rediscover family, they're having characters. Dealing with the issues that they've been having throughout the entire first two seasons, um, they're addressing chemistries that were actually happening and characters moving on, characters taking uh, leadership roles over from other people. So, if you like the first two seasons, this is the one where it's kind of continuing the same thing, but it's also giving you conclusions to the characters. So, if you went to the first season and said, "I, I guess that's really the really only thing I say," is we're on third season, so it's kind of hard to really kind of give you a watch all three seasons. All I can really say is I enjoy the first season. I enjoy the third season. I would almost say skip the second season. If you watch the first season, you're wondering to watch the other ones. I'm saying if you want, if you like the first season, you're gonna get conclusions of the characters in the third season. So um, it's just more of the fun, same fun stuff, but with conclusions. So that's that's what I give it. That's all I can really give it. It's a comedy, so there really isn't too much to say about the characters. It's just a lot more of the fun, goofy antics that they deal with and. Yeah, random ladies showing up in the middle of parks saying that she got lost five years ago when she went to the store, goofy things like that. It's 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 goofy. Don't take it too serious, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's 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 working. Working season three, good stuff. Um, next one we have is Two Love Rue, Two Second Darkness thing. Two Love Rue, Darkness Second. Okay, so. Working on like
2: fifteen seasons of Two oh Love rue, <laughs> I couldn't even get the first one, but I wanted to join you on that one. oh, yeah, this one's gonna be interesting um okay, understand this is a super fan servicey show, so it's it's kind of like saying um it, it's a harem and it's a fan servicey harem and so for me to actually say that there's this, some kind of plot is kind of saying a lot (laughs) but one thing that i can say that is interesting about this this newer seasons because i i started to love rue like
1: goodness knows how long ago i tried to watch who's rue (laughs) you love her i'm sorry i had to i just had to he was left himself open um to i i i tried to watch this show like
2: god knows how long ago and i it didn't really catch me it was kind of goofy in a way but i i did
1: appreciate the elements it's 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 very old school harem that's that's pretty much what i got when, when and, i was trying to hit the first season i was like this is like cut and dry harem There, yeah there's no, is not, is not making any excuses. This is this is harem <laughs> with like heavy, heavy, etchy, like super heavy
2: etchy. I always want to I watch mean, it because the two devil girls who were that's are, in, are the, and the, and that's, that's in the that's that's in that's in the skip the first season. That's in these seasons, these these later seasons, and which is basically and and, and, it, and it starts pushing. No, actually, they show up in Moto. No, oh. um, it, when when they show up, it it goes from etchy to
1: light um (laughs) what what, what's the what's the pretense here i mean i mean the the, what as far as you can go is it basically you have boy and aliens are showing up and they're all basically uh, wanting him yeah really (laughs) okay i mean i just want to get people an idea what we're talking about here yeah all i've mentioned so far is two girls in tails and
2: no you haven't mentioned them
1: i'm trying to give him something descriptive (laughs) uh what's the boy's
2: name for goodness sakes rito Rito, okay. He um, nobody cares about the boy.
1: Yeah, really, we watched 50... you. Nine. Your insert character—it's him. You've watched fifty some <laughs> episodes. And you're like, what's the main character's name? <laughs> it's like I watched this Tenchi Muyo, and there's like fifty million episodes, and there's like GTO and stuff. But I don't know what the main character's name is. I think it's Tenchi. <laughs>
2: anyway, Rito, uh, he he. For goodness sakes, he's trying to um to confess to a girl, and th- he's still trying. He still has not confessed to this girl. He's confessed to like every other girl in this entire era, except for the one girl he wants to confess to. It is the, the one thing that if I walk away from this show and I have not seen a confession to Sarangi, I'm going to hate this mangaka forever. To give you an I idea. I want to go it,
1: and kill this guy. In the first season that I watched, he basically makes a big point out of pointing out the fact that every time he tries to confess this girl... Something happens. <laughs> All the way to the point that the, the the first harem insert character plummets a gigantic spaceship in front of him before he confesses. That's how bad luck he has. <laughs> and I think at the end of that first episode, he tries to confess to the girl and the, that girl drops in front of him. I think it's like, really? What kind of bad luck do you have here? <laughs> Apparently he has 15 seasons of bad luck. <laughs> <sighs> but, uh... it. It, it, it just goes it,
2: it it falls into a very heavy ha- harem and w- it it drops all kinds of harem uh, archetypes and tropes and it and it plays on each one of them it, it does have some interesting concepts
1: and cell phones it, that summon
2: tentacle monsters it, it 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 does play on some interesting concepts. I do like a lot of aspects of the show I, I do like a lot of the etchy uh, elements. I think that a lot of them are done well. Um, some there's interesting uh, uh, aspects to the backstory lines of the different characters. Each one of the characters do get their own little time. Um, in Intimoto, there is some OVAs that you may end up having to to catch because there. Was, when I got into Moto, I was like, "Who the heck are these people, and why are they here, and 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 what did I miss?" So they, I had to go like back a, and look. They hunt. need like a
1: set of all of it in order.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Um, I going from Moto to Darkness. I didn't have that problem. The same problem. Um, so that I can say, but what I do want to say about Darkness because this is this is where it's getting uh, the 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 meat of what I want to talk about. Darkness. It starts a interesting little thread. It's really centering around Yami. Uh, she's uh, she's golden, uh, golden darkness, and and she's got some interesting story behind her character. And they're at the same time they start playing on on the harem. They've always had the harem elements, but they actually are starting to make the harem viable, which. If I said that in any other show I it would be funny but in this particular show um, it it's it's funny it's like uh like the cat girls in that Cat Planet Cuties uh when the when when the main character pops up and says oh yeah by the way um it's okay to have a harem in my my planet so whatever girls come on in and and, and join the the group they actually do something similar to that on this show and it and it, it works for what they're doing with this group um and so i like that and at the same time they're they're explaining yami and they they're not focusing too much on any any one particular character it seems like this or i promise you this entire two seasons has been pretty much Although it's touched on the other characters which is very good and I and nobody feels like they get left behind actually Lala of all the characters has felt kind of left behind if I was to say any of them I
1: think she got plenty of time in the first
2: season Yeah, she got plenty of time in the first couple seasons so I'm not too hurt by it but um it it does definitely focus more on on the new girls and Yami uh, and and a couple of new new characters involving Yami's storyline so but the interest this the, the storyline is very well told and it's like it's like these these writers have actually found an ability to write and it's impressive uh the difference is night and day between the two the two shows I mean it's it's wow um I'm very much enjoying the 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 storyline although it has cut off dead in the middle of of almost a a uh, uh, climactic battle. <laughs> so uh, either they're going to dump another OVA on me, or um, yeah, specials. It looks like on there.
1: <laughs> have two, they have a two episode special that's coming up.
2: I, I I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about where they're going with it. Hmm. It's got to be included in the blueberry, so we probably won't get it. But yeah, I mean, coming from uh, I was a little bit. Although I enjoyed it, 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 it. Don't get me wrong. love rue I enjoyed it for its harem elements. It's it it's not doing anything special. Moto in, it was just more of the same. It was okay. Um, it was a little bit more funny. Um, and then going into darkness, it was
1: like they've actually found writing. And I am enjoying it. Like, very much enjoying it right now. Yeah, I almost wanted to just jump into, into darkness. Because I wasn't getting through that first season at all. Um and would you recommend people the idea of just jumping into darkness with explanation yeah okay because, explanation of who everybody is basically
2: yeah like. really because all the the first two seasons do is set up a groundwork for who each of the characters are and how they interact with each other and that's kind of important but it's not it's not like anything significant has happened up until the point of getting into darkness does that make sense
1: yeah uh, baby steps season two. Yeah, what's this one about? Is it a guy that who, wants who to? Who the heck cares? I mean, there was the first finally, guy finally a confession, tennis. and that's all that matters. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, really, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the first season you had the 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 rooster head boy, eight uh, eight a- Ichiro Ichiro. He wants to play tennis because he likes the girl, and then he ends up really liking tennis. Yeah. And he's a very observant guy. He likes to write all his notes. Yeah. And then season 2 is more of that, right? Yes. And a confession. Yes. Anything else? No. Really? Really. Just a lot of competitions. Just a lot of competition. Does it mean he's going into a tournament is it mm-hmm. I mean, is it is it going into anything significant that we want to talk? He's been or? he's been
2: through two or three c-
1: tournaments. He did go to uh America
2: for a little while and came back and
1: I And mean, you were kind of pointing out the idea that you like their interactions out of the games, but when it gets to the games, it's where you're kind of losing it. Yeah. It's just kind and, of And that big. and that's
2: the main the main frustration is I, 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 I love the show because it's more on the um it's, it's it's hard to hard to describe. It's it this show is great as a slice of life. Um as a tournament sports show it's not as strong. And I don't hate the show for having a sports thing because I, I don't. I, I actually like sports shows. Um, I, I loved Hajime no Ippo. Um, I, I, so, I mean, it's not like I'm sitting here trying to, and and yet I am, trying to uh, justify my love of sports shows by saying Hajime no Ippo. Um, this show shines more on the uh, slice of life side. And that's one of the things that I do enjoy about this show. Whereas on the... <laughs> Uh, what was the other show? That Haiku came out at the same time with this show. And Haiku was more of a sports
1: show. And is it, it, is did, it, because it's it did fine tr- on its own as a sports show. Is it because they're not... I mean, is, is this show one of those ones where they try to make it out like it's a shonen? Like, this guy has the ability to see the projection of the ball before he even hits it. Or is, yes. is, it, is it very basic? It's basic. It's not nothing... Do they it's get nothing? into the... Are those special powers they're using kind of theft no, stuff? No,
2: it never does. And that I I, I can appreciate it. There's, there's the natural inclination. Yes, technically, Aichiro has this ability to... He's very smart. And he has a very good ability to see things. And with hard work, he gets to a certain point. Now he's observant. He's observant. Yeah, exactly. And he works really hard. He practices night and day, any any extra space of time, except for when he's walking on the beach with Natsu, which is the best scene of the show. Um <laughs> he he's always working on his game. And this is important to
1: I just got done, I'm sorry, I got done editing our uh, second fairy cast and so when you said on the beach with Natsu I immediately thought Natsu on the beach <laughs> from Fairy Tale with him in that scene that you showed me where I'm like, oh thank you, you showed me the biggest spoiler in the second season and I didn't watch it. Anyway, the... Anyways. Um, the, the, uh...
2: The, the thing is with this show and, 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 and I, I know that I've I've already gotten beat up because I I I s- pointed out the fact that I enjoy the the slice of life aspect of the show more than the sports aspect of the show. It's it's only because and it's a really hard thing to describe because it doesn't the the characters themselves are important, but because it is focusing more on the on the game side it's it's dragging a, a, a game out for more than one. One thing that I can say that Hajimenoippo does, although it does focus on characters, it goes back and forth between characters and the fight. When it goes into a fight, it doesn't focus on the fight for a very long time. There is I can only name maybe two two fights in that entire show where the sh- the the fight went longer than one episode. This show, it it focuses on a character or the opponent and then it plays the, 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 the game. And then the game goes three or four episodes. That's too long. That's way too long to focus on a, on a, on a, on a game. Now, yes, there's, there's the, the aspect of them going, going through their minds. Oh, oh, I, this is what I need to do to get better during the, the, the game. But
1: what was your first reaction just a few seconds ago? You, ugh. Ugh. why well i understand that tennis technically can go a lot longer uh, boxing matches can end in a few seconds if they knock the other person out i get that and i understand that a, a tennis game can go a very long time depending on you know how many how many wins you get or how many hits you get and then and serving it into the other side but in a show you're able to do this magical thing where you skip forward yeah, and that's and
2: that's the thing. And that's the same thing thing that I had the problem with with uh, uh It wasn't the fact that I had a problem with the bike going or the bike races going for god awful amounts of time. The guy it can was, stretch
1: his face forward in front of his bike yeah, like five feet.
2: It it was more the fact that these races. <laughs> I, it's 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 a hard thing to describe i want characters and when a show gives me characters i want to play with those characters i want to i want to delve into those characters a tennis match is only going to do the same thing and then it's going to go back and forth for a long time. That's why I'm not into sports. I, I've never been into sports because all I'm seeing is the guy kicks the ball, it goes to the other side of the field. The guy runs the, the ball back to the other side of the field and then they kick the ball again and they repeat the entire process. Baseball is the same exact thing. I don't like sports. I like sports shows because of the characters and the stories that they're telling me. Yeah, and you, don't, you
1: don't watch basketball on television and get to walk, follow Michael Jordan as he leaves the court and follow exactly. him as he goes home and then he gets in his car and... Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, that that's the analogy, that, I, guess. I, I That that's the best way I can describe
2: it. I don't know how else to say it. If 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 you, you hate see me, see him on uh, <laughs> Old Spice commercials and stuff. That's about it. If you hate me for 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 not liking sports shows for the same reason as everybody else, that's why I don't think I'll probably enjoy what what is that Prince of Tennis. I I hear it's very very focused on. Uh, on the show. I mean, if it's, if it's not, let me know. I'll watch it. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with sports shows. I love sports shows. Ha- Hajime Noe is a perfect example.
1: Yeah. It's like that, uh, Ace of Diamonds that's still going on. It's like, I, I know it's really good, but I just, I don't like, ba- I don't like sports. So, our <laughs> uh, next one, Tribe Cool Crew. This one's been going on for a while, Chris. At some point, we watched the first episodes. I think we did a first impression on it. Um, I didn't like it too much. I didn't even get past the first episode. I did a first impression post, I believe. Um, it's a show about about breakdancing and dancing and stuff. And yeah, it kept going. Yes, and, and it kept going. And Chris was, I think, watched it to review it for the first season or first core, and was like, "It's still going, and it's still going." And it's going. <laughs> every every season, yeah, episodes every se- <laughs> later, <laughs> every season, I was like.
2: Should I don't I do know, it's like, it's still going, I, I don't understand.
1: <laughs> Should I do a mid-season, I'm not sure, from, is it mid-season yet? Did I don't you know? even know if it's mid-season right now. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm not convinced it's over. I, I literally think that there's a 50-first episode, so I don't think it's done yet. <laughs> I think we finally got com- confirmation it's finally over. Yes, it is officially over. You've I... watched this for about the same amount of time as you watched Dead Death Note. How do you feel now, Chris? <sighs> um... I'm mixed. Yeah, I thought you were gonna respond with, "I would have been great if they didn't have the end arc at the end because that would just kind of ruin everything." Well, I think that <laughs>
2: as a as a story, it's fine. Um, the break, the dancing, it got better towards the end. I think that it had a lot of interesting elements that that worked for what it was trying to do. I still think it was a little bit robotic in a lot of cases. It, it's it was, but it 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 did improve overall um
1: you watch the first episodes and then you watch the later episodes it's like night and day um that was what i was kind of wondering because when i watched the first episode it was like it was it was very it was very kid showish looking show with the with the animation and then at some point he turned on the radio and then boom he's a cg kid dancing and it and i couldn't get the robotic look of it was what was bothering me so it was like does it get better was my biggest question that i had for chris i had no care for the story of the characters anything i was like does the dancing at least get better (laughs) because that seems to be it's it's it it, it, it didn't it didn't it didn't blow me away i i i think by the time i
2: got to episode 50 it was like i I'm, i'm done with you i don't care i i'm just enjoying the characters dancing and they're having fun and they're in their little dance battle and it's like Whatever. Yeah, if it looks like crap, it looks like crap. I'm fine with it at this point. Well, Visual Society was it a good story at least? It was an enjoyable story. It is the best I can say. I mean, it it got it went back and forth between its version of fluff <laughs> is the best way I can describe it. It's the, I I it had one episode where they were going into a, a I kid you not a a dog on hotel and it wasn't an onsen but they started doing pickles and people were turning into vegetables and it it, it went nuts and then it went back to the main storyline and it's like okay that episode I hope never comes back ever again <laughs> It was the weirdest so,
1: episode in so sunrise the- happened basically.
2: I don't know what happened. <laughs> but th- that that's the the thing. I, I one episode the 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 T the guy, the the big guy, um he I love him. He had these all these uh um uh, references to like um what's the big guy with the 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 silhouette of the um he was the old style um Murder stories.
1: I, I even tweeted a picture of oh, it. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um.
2: I can even think of the song. I know the song. Oh. Yeah,
1: I got the song <laughs> in my head.
0: <laughs>
2: Alfred Hitchcock was the guy. But yeah, it made a reference to Alfred Hitchcock. It was, I, I love a lot of the references that that guy brought to the table. Um, he was very old style and a lot of the stuff he did. Um, then you had then the newer the newer guy uh, the newer cool guy you had the the kind of I uh, hipster uh, uh, type ballerina gal or she she was just she added her own flavor. I love this show and its characters. That's where the show shines is it just draws you in and it says these are your characters, take them or leave them, and then you just watch them as they, as they grow as characters, and they do grow. Um, that is one thing that I do give this show. The concept is fairly simple. They want to uh, go and dance with. <laughs> Michael Jackson? It was not Michael Jackson. Oh, it so was totally like Michael Jackson. <laughs> it, first was totally, it was totally Michael Jackson. I'm sorry. It was uh, JL is his yeah. name J L it was so many Michael Jackson references he's dancing for world peace he's <laughs> yeah moonwalk i
1: think was in there somewhere
2: yes and 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 it, and it just it, it it worked for what it was trying to do i mean even up to the end where they they, they really played off of some interesting concepts involving him and um it it had a it had inform- it had things it wanted to say and it did it well um and I I liked that about this show, and so in a way I can suggest it. The problem it, there's there's a couple problems with this show though. Number one, it's fifty episodes long. Um, for such a, a simple show, it 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 has way too way too long. I mean, I there I fell off the bandwagon on this show several times. I'm I almost did not review this show honestly. Um, it wasn't until a few weeks ago, I was like, I got nothing, nothing but time to kill and
1: eh, what, what the heck? I, well, I don't know better mind. way to murder that time than a bunch <laughs> yeah. of kids show episodes? And, and it, it, I don't,
2: I don't hate this show. Please don't, don't misunderstand me. I, I really would not have finished this show if I, if I hated it. I was ambivalent about this show at the, at the worst. Um, it, it. It was good for what it did, and I enjoyed watching these characters. I mean, even the end. The other thing that I, I I would say about this show is that it's not visually spectacular. I like the character artwork, but the CG really detracts from the show. So, and that is they're dancing. So, and that's what they're kind of doing is dancing. So, that is kind of a thing that is. I don't. I didn't hate the dancing. It's just that it wasn't. It wasn't as great as I wanted it to be. And like I said, at the end, it felt like they finally started get, pulling it together. I mean, I I almost want to just show you a clip of the the dancing towards the end so that you can see, it, and and then maybe
1: you can tell me. Okay, you showed me one clip, and it was it was still robotic. So
2: yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that they had gotten all the way perfect. It was that they had come a long way from where they started. Does that make sense?
1: It was just that my problem I had with it is it didn't feel like they were, it didn't look like people moving. It looked like robots. And like I said, you've already showed me what you said was the best clip of it, but it still had that same, it looks like marionette dolls walking around and moving very, with, with these hinges kind of thing. So my issue was more the fact that it felt like a kid's show. And I had the same thing with Brave Beats, which is going on right now. Which is the same studio. It's the same Tokyo Dance Crew helping them with that. It has that same feeling of I should be watching this with a five year old kind of thing. I, I, I don't know. And even some of
2: the some of the characters, I was going. I know that character. <laughs> yeah, I've the voices to my, are all the same. I've listened to fifty
1: episodes with that sh- that guy. <laughs> I know you too well. Don't want any more to do with you. Um. Let's move forward. We have our last one is Do-Da-Da-Da, the second arc. This is uh, Do-Da-Da-Da X2-10, which is basically season two of Do-Da-Da-Da, the second core, basically is what it is. Um, there isn't too much I can talk about with the show because it is the fourth core, basically, so I can't really touch too much on spoilers. I did put it on the end in case you haven't watched anything. There is a- essentially one element of it that I probably won't touch on um, but it is basically a return of a certain crew, uh, a, re, a rehashing of a group that was in the first season. Um, so that's not very spoilery, but it's just more good da-da-da-da. Um, I will say that this second core was probably my least enjoyable of the entire da 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 series. Um, so it does... I, I don't want to say that it's a bad thing, because you had the first season I loved. The the first core of the second season I enjoyed a lot. The second core of the second season was, it really felt like we're building up to its big conclusion. So um, I can't really say it's to its fault. It it really is a case of they're putting all the chess pieces into place where they need to be for the big grand finale. Um, I still enjoy the weirdness. I still enjoy a lot of the really crazy characters um, diving a little more into Mika and what she what she's been doing this whole time in her desire for the quote-unquote head that everybody is seeking out um getting into Isaiah's past was cool i like seeing where he came from and wh- how he knows Shinra that was all really cool uh seeing Shinra actually get to go on a date with Celtie was really cool because we get to see Seltie and Gothwally outfits and stuff, which was great. Oh, uh, you have got to be kidding me.
0: I'm going to have to it go happened. and watch the show and he now. Took of,
1: he tra- oh. I think he tried to take lots of pictures. Seeing um, Rui, Hollywood, uh, I really like her character. I think her character design is gorgeous. Um, I would love a figure of her. Um, getting into. Uh, she looks almost Gothwally. It, it's more like a. a a dark idol is what, the best way I'd put it. It's not a goth idol, but it's a dark idol. Uh, very serious. Um, getting into Mizuki, who's part of the the big Yakuza, and his connection with Anri, which was kind of very fascinating, seeing that. Uh, seeing Aoba and how he's manipulating Makoto, uh, Mikota, uh, who is, like, basically the main character. If you would call any character main character, you would probably call him the main character. Uh, seeing his progression not really progressing more more digressing as a human i guess you would say. um i'm not totally on board with how they're they're changing him um and making him quote unquote dark it doesn't feel that genuine but i'm hoping that they're going to spin into something cool with the third season so it's just more good da 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 i've always loved da 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 for having Great characters, it's a huge cast. I, I I put fifteen on this this page for me to reference, and there's 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 tons, and they all have unique stories that I love diving into, and they all add their flavor to the situation when they show up, and that's what Dora is great for. It, there's so many threads in the show. There's so many things you can dive into. I would love to have the time to dive into all of them. I've heard that there's crazy Reddit threads on everything that happens in every episode, and I just don't have the time to dive into it. But what I do get at face value, I love. I like how everything happens and it all comes together in the end. They didn't do that much with that as much as I enjoyed the first season, in the, in the first core. This idea that you have havoc at the beginning, and at the end it all comes together. They didn't do that as much in the second core, but like I said, it was really kind of setting up for the third season. So, more great da and I And I always enjoy it, and I... I I love seeing these characters progress and I I love seeing where they're going. So stay tuned for, for season three and uh, maybe eventually I'll get Chris on board and we can just kind of dive into the whole entire thing. I don't know. It's a cool series. I like it. If you like stuff like, I I, I liken this to like, no, I can't really say it's like Gatchaman crowds, but it, it just has that weird style to it. And so many things to unpack that like Gatchaman crowds has that's all we have that's it we're done I made it through it I actually got better And and the first couple of ones I was struggling with but I I think I got better are you sure yeah I got I got to the point where I can start breathing what about me how
2: you doing I think I'm feeling worse.
1: I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you sick eventually. <laughs> you'll, you'll see in the next, the next podcast. Probably sick. The next, the, the last few days, I haven't gone anywhere but
2: in his room.
1: I'm playing, yeah, disguise. <laughs> in disguise. So. He's playing disguise five, and I'm playing corpse uh, party Blood bloodride. Until, until I and started, until I started making me play <laughs> the, yeah, because he likes to customize the characters, and I'm, I'm pretty good with the, the tactics part of it. So we're just kind of switching off. So it's like I'm he's 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 doing the maintenance on the characters and I take him out on the field kind of like heavy object. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm getting vibes <laughs> like that. Uh, our outro is uh the ED for Wagnaria 3 which is called Matsuge ni Lok. and that is by uh a couple of the characters Jun Fukuyama, Daisuke uh Ono and Hiroshi Kamiya. But yeah, that's that's all of our that's everything summer. We're done. Yeah. So How do w- you we're, feel, we're looking. Chris. So
2: so we're looking at either doing an opening next week, or we're doing. We're doing music next week. Doing music next yeah. week, and then week after that, we're doing first impressions. I think so. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll finally be at that point. You think everybody's ready for that? Mm. There's nothing inherently that I'm not enjoying about the season, but at the same time, there's only about two of them that I'm really excited each week to watch. That's Noragami an and. And uh, Bones and, surprised me with the second episode. Yeah, that, that was a good episode. That,
2: that one did very awesome. I, I, and I, I, I'm, I'm excited, ambivalently excited about uh, Insider.
1: I think it looks gorgeous. I second think the second season was a our second episode was like uh. I'm still on board, but the first episode was like, oh, I love what they were doing with the characters and the, mm-hmm. the writing, but the second episode felt a little awkward, so... And I'm sorry, everybody.
2: I know everybody hates it except for me, but I love Lovely Muko. I don't even know if we're going to do that one, because it's not technically
1: anime. I
2: don't care. I love it. Yeah. So, if this is my only chance to say uh, that okay. I love it, See, that's that that's
1: I'm going to do. That's the <laughs> struggle that we're going to have with this, because Crunchyroll got a ton of just random like shorts and i'm like do i put these on the simulcast because they're typically not anime i mean they're i don't know if you call this stuff in i don't know we're, it's gonna be a struggle figuring out what we're gonna do I mean it's not like we can't put out the end of it um but it's kind of like it's just a kid's show and yells things over and over again and you're supposed to learn the words I love it um but that's enough of that we, we gotta go we're done it's that's summer 2015 we hope you enjoyed all of our reviews um again you can find all of our reviews if you go to dot com. at the top you see reviews you can look them up by name they're all in english so look up the title by english name if you don't know what the english name is go to my analyst it'll tell you what the english name is and you can search by that or just send us a message we could probably throw you a link to it um uh, we hope you enjoyed we hope you all enjoyed and again i think next week is going to be our uh spring 2015 or fall 2015 music and then moving on from there to our next season so we hope you all enjoyed Thank you all for listening. Y'all take care. Ose.